Our first scripture for this morning comes from Luke 24. You've heard bits and pieces, if not all of this, a couple of different times in the last two or three weeks. Let's look through it again together. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away wondering to, him, wondering to himself what had happened. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> well, happy Easter to you. Still Easter? Easter's a season in the church, not one day on the calendar where everybody goes to church and we celebrate resurrection and then we're done. Easter is a season. And why should we not celebrate Easter for more than, than on more than one day? I mean, Christ really did rise from the dead. He really is alive and working among us now. So we still have every reason to say Happy Easter. <clears throat> I've been thinking about the whole Easter scene, some of which we just read about. Particularly, I've been thinking about the rolling away of the stone at the tomb in which Jesus was temporarily buried. What continues to bounce around in my mind is the truth that God still rolls away stones today to reveal his power in our lives and in our world. So let's think about Easter for a minute, particularly in regard to the stone that was rolled away. We know from the collective story of all the Gospels, there was a huge stone put in place to seal the grave completely. Based on common practices of the day, that was not strange or unusual. It was often done to seal off a tomb. What was unusual is that the stone seemed to be not enough for the enemies of Jesus. After all, they said, somebody might come and steal his body and then claim that he's risen from the dead, that somehow he came back to life. 
So we also know, according to Matthew chapter 27, that at the request of the chief priests and the Pharisees, Pilate sent guards, and they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guards right there at the tomb. So it wasn't just the stone. There was a government seal. There was a military guard placed there because the stone wasn't enough. We also know that when the women closest to Jesus went to visit the tomb on the third day and to care for the body according to Jewish custom, they had no idea how they would be able to move the stone themselves. Beginning in verse 1 of Mark chapter 16, we read these words. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body very early on the first day of the week. Just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? The stone was a major obstacle to their plans and they didn't know who was going to move it, how it was going to be moved in any way. Finally, What we know is that when the women got to the tomb, they found that stone already rolled away from the tomb. The very thing they thought would keep them away from the presence of Jesus had already been taken care of. Now, nothing stood in their way. But still, they had no idea what was coming. They still had no clue to what was really happening. They just knew the stone was rolled away. One more thing we need to make sure we understand about that stone. Yes, it was moved when the women got to the tomb. In Matthew 28, Matthew's gospel tells us that an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. But understand this, the stone was not rolled away so Jesus could escape from the tomb. Listen to what the angel said to the women. This is just a couple of verses later in Matthew 28. The angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, he has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. He has risen, seemingly saying to them, it's already happened. He's already risen. It's a done deal. The stone had been rolled away so the women could get into the tomb and see for themselves this incredible evidence of the power of God that was displayed through the resurrection. Jesus had already been raised from the dead. We don't know exactly when, but even if it was just a few minutes before that, you have to believe that the stone was not an issue related to Jesus rising from the dead and coming out of the tomb. 
If the Heavenly Father can raise Jesus from the dead on the third day after his, res- after his crucifixion, pretty sure a big stone is not going to be a factor in preventing Jesus' emergence from the tomb. I mean, can you imagine it in a, in a really bad, crazy kind of movie, a ridiculous scene that would go something like, oh, well, Jesus is raised from the dead, but now he's stuck in the tomb, and you hear, help, somebody get me out, I'm alive again. That's ridiculous. There's no way the stone was a part of that work. The resurrection of Jesus has already happened when the women got there, And the stone was rolled away for the benefit of those women and for you and me. It was not for Jesus' benefit. We needed to know. We needed to hear the witnesses bear witness to the truth that the tomb is empty. He's risen. The rolling away of the stone was an intentional revealing of God's victory that morning. Jesus didn't need help getting out. The women needed help getting in to see that the resurrection had already occurred. If it was still there, that stone would have prevented the women from seeing the evidence of the power of God in the resurrection. There was a similar need at the tomb of Lazarus after he had died following a delay in the arrival of Jesus. Listen to part of that story from John chapter 11. If you know that story, you know that Lazarus had died, been placed in a tomb. His sisters had sent for Jesus and Jesus was delayed in arriving there. And so we pick up at verse 38. Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there's a bad odor. He's been there for four days. Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. We just read that part. (laughs) Can you go on to the next slide? I think we had a duplicate in there. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes, And let him go. Again, a stone rolled away, not because Jesus needed it rolled away, but because with the removal of the stone, evidence of the power of God became clearly visible with the appearance of Lazarus, who they knew 
had been dead for four days. Jesus prayed out loud so the people could hear the connection to the Heavenly Father. He called Lazarus to come out so people could see the connection to the Heavenly Father. The stone wasn't going to prevent the powerful work of God from happening. It would have kept the people from seeing what Jesus was doing. It would have hidden evidence that Jesus is Lord over life and death, at least at that moment. It would have hidden that. But again, the stone didn't need to be moved for the benefit of Jesus. The rolled away stone was for the benefit of the observers and for us. So how do these stones being rolled away have anything to do with us a week after Easter Sunday in the year 2022? Well, I think, I think all of us periodically might find that there are occasionally big stones in our lives. Circumstances, situations, relationships that in some way seem like, they feel like to us, like they're a giant stone that blocks us from seeing evidence of God's powerful work in our lives. God's faithful power that we simply can't see or feel at any given moment. Not that God bails on us, that's not true. But we can potentially go through times where it's where it seems difficult to see what God is actually doing and how God's power is working in the situation we find ourselves in at the moment. You know, those stones in our lives, they could be there because of things like unbelief or sinfulness or unforgiveness or doubt or disobedience, basically a, a group of spiritual issues. Stones could also come from spiritual laziness or bitterness, harmful, hateful attitudes toward other people. But a big stone also might, we might find that big stone in our lives because we're dealing with things like physical weakness or illness. Or we're going through a time of grief or depression or discouragement. We're wrestling with financial difficulties, painful relationships, or sometimes it seems like there's a stone between us and what is visible in God's work in our lives simply because of our own brokenness. These stones could be anything that separate us from our Savior. The women at Jesus' tomb imagined themselves helplessly standing before the throne. They believed the stone would keep them separated from Jesus. Who's going to roll away the stone, they said. For us today, what about those stones in our lives that feel so massive that are blocking our full connection with the Lord in some way, who's going to roll away those stones in our lives? 
we can all have those times where some giant stone makes it very difficult for us to see clear evidence that God's working in us or around us. One of the realities we need to embrace and struggle with is the fact that most of the time we're not capable of moving those stones ourselves. Who's going to move the stone? Surely not us. If we could move it, it wouldn't be such a big deal. Much like the women at the tomb, we wonder, who's going to roll this stone away so I can see that evidence of God's power? Or like the people at the grave of Lazarus, we may not even understand what God is about to do once the stone is rolled away. We simply can't see beyond the stone at the moment. And those stones can have tremendous impact in our lives. All we know is we can't move it ourselves. But let me tell you something else the resurrection reminds us of relating to God's power. God is still in the stone-moving business today. God is still in the stone-moving business. The same God who moved the stone at the empty tomb, the same God who raised Jesus from the grave, can still move stones in our lives today. The ultimate reality of Easter is that the same resurrection power that was evident on that first Easter morning is the same resurrection power that can bring new life and new hope to those that are affected by even the biggest of stones. There is no stone so big. There is no barrier so strong. There is no cause of those stones so damaging to our lives that is too big for the God who raised Jesus from the grave to remove those stones from our lives and bring resurrection power in its place. In the end, resurrection is not only the promise of life after death, which of course is more than any of us deserve, but the resurrection is also, <coughs> excuse me, the resurrection is also assurance that the life-giving love of God is always capable of moving away the stones in our lives so God can reveal himself, can reveal the power of God and reveal the love of God in a fresh new way. God continues to roll those stones away that cause life in Christ to be restricted from our vantage point. So what does it mean for us today, a week after Easter? The resurrection reminds us that God specializes in man's impossibilities. God specializes in our impossibilities. We need to allow God to roll away our stones, which can then allow us to see God's power act on that which has become a stone in our lives. And now we see clearly 
a fresh new experience of the Lord. Whatever the stone in our lives may be, whatever the stone in your life is that you feel like God needs to move this Easter season, there is no stone bigger or stronger than the resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead. God can do that. God can handle the stones in our lives. As we close this morning, I encourage you to allow the victorious Savior to begin rolling away any stone that might be creating an issue in your own life right now. Maybe you had something to do with it being there. In most cases, probably not. What we know is, I've got this stone that's preventing me from seeing God clearly right now, and I can't move it myself. God specializes in our impossibilities. So I encourage you today, let the risen Lord roll away your stone and pour into your life new resurrection power because he's still alive he's still risen and is desiring to work in the lives of those who follow him to fill them with new power new love new hope would you pray with me god we're glad that you can handle the things we can't because sometimes some mighty big things seem to get in our lives and get in the way of our relationship with you. It's like big boulders laying there. Sometimes we could uh, pretty specifically name what that boulder might be. At other times, we're not even sure. We just know something seems to be in the way of us seeing clearly your power and your work in our lives and the world around us. So Lord, I pray that you continue as the stone mover. The same God who rolled away the stone from the tomb of Jesus to reveal a miraculous transformation, resurrection power. So we now serve a risen Savior, a living Lord. Show us, God, where those stones are in our lives and begin to remove them, roll them away for your honor and glory. We pray that in the name of Christ our Lord. Amen.